This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. Thank you so much for jumping on the call uh, this morning. I am calling you today from Union Pier, Michigan. I made the trip over to uh, our home here this morning, and uh, I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity to come over here today. And you know, it's nice and quiet, um, and uh, I am excited to be here. We are. We're going to be doing a lot of teaching over the course of the summer. Um, we are now in, you know, section three of Take Flight version 4.0. This is where, you know, we talk about the cabin of the plane. Um, and uh, but before I get into more into that in more detail, I just I want to remind you of my purpose. And my professional purpose is to help you, the broker advisor optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of you. I really, really, that is my, that is my calling um, is to make sure that I'm given content that helps you become the best version of you. Why? Because I feel that happy brokers, happy advisors sell more real estate. And I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every single day. And if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business, you'll be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. And my ask is for you is that as you're listening today, whether it be on the live call or it's on the podcast, I want you to take this information today as if we are in a one-on-one coaching session across from each other or on a phone call that is that is the um that's that's how i want you to come to this call today uh before i get into the specifics i just want to let you know that on my website askjimmiller.com i have a tab a section of the website that is called the course and i've had my website designer go in and she is adding all of the calls from Take Flight version 4.0 that I think are must-listens. Now, I think they're all must-listens, but I could, you know, I wanted to give you guys almost a playlist, you know, the greatest hits of of these calls. So they're there, and I will have her add the ones that I think that are particularly important. Um, Each podcast is different. I know they're building on each other as I go through Take Flight. But you can skip around. Um, I really want you to hit the mindset piece one so you understand the importance of that. But you can skip around. You don't have to follow it step by step. I think it's important that you just continue to listen. And if you can, go back and listen to them from beginning to end. I think that that is important. But don't stop listening because maybe you feel like you're behind in what could be perceived as a course, right? So. Um, Anyway, that's my message to you this morning. On this 196th episode of my Monday Morning Pep Talk, we will take our first dive into Section 3, The Cabin, of Take Flight Version 4.0 by discussing the basics of database and relationship management, which is the overall topic of Section 3, okay? The the distinct line between having a real estate hobby and a real estate business is whether or not you have a database. 
a database stores all of the required information for each of your clients and contacts, okay? A database in technical terms is called a CRM, which stands for Customer Relationship Management. The industry definition goes like this, okay? A customer relationship management solution helps you find new customers, helps you win their business, and helps you keep them happy by organizing customer and prospect information in a way that helps you build a stronger, helps you build stronger relationships with them and grow your business faster. Okay. The last four words of that definition is key. Go grow your business faster. Okay. The key word is business. There's no mention in that definition anywhere of a hobby, okay? There's no definition anywhere in that definition as a hobby. The next question will be that people will have for me is, Jim, which CRM is the best? And my answer to you is the one you're going to use. Okay, the one that you are going to use. It can be as simple as using an Excel spreadsheet or a Google Sheet. Team, I can tell you for a fact, many top producers in our industry nationally manage their business with a spreadsheet, their calendar, and reminders and tasks and to-dos that they set up on their email platform, okay? The whole key here is that you do something, that you use something. Um, why do they do that? Because they've always done it that way and it works beautifully for them and they built successful businesses, all right? I'd rather have you have a spreadsheet than nothing at all, okay? I'm personally, in the camp of those that suggest that you should spend the money and the time to build out your database with a CRM software solution. Close, follow-up boss, relatable, top producer, Salesforce. And now Monday.com has a really highly rated CRM. Um, currently my choice is close. Okay. It's a, it's the program that our company suggests and, um, I've spent a lot of time in it. It is a really, really good CRM for the real estate brokerage community, especially if you're a ninja, you can, you can, uh, um, program it with some of their, uh, learnings in mind okay close though is the crm that i have chosen to manage my relationships i'm going to give you a pro tip right here it's not something that you're going to hear a lot in the industry but your crm is your business and the data should be controlled by you and only you okay so in CRM should be independent of any other technology because it's yours. 
Here is my incredibly simple definition of what a CRM does and what it has done for me. Okay. It reminds me to be thoughtful. It gives me the information I need to be thoughtful. It organizes my data in a way that is easier for me to be thoughtful. Why is it so important to be thoughtful? Because people hire who they know, like, and trust. They don't end up knowing, liking, or trusting someone that one night stands them after a business transaction. And that's not thoughtful. Thoughtful is defined as showing careful consideration or attention. Say that again. Thoughtful, as defined in the dictionary, is defined as showing careful consideration or attention. Okay, careful is a very detailed word. Okay, you need to, so that's where the CRM comes in. You need a detailed solution to be thoughtful. All right. Um, in my opinion, you cannot op, you cannot automate thoughtfulness. You cannot automate thoughtfulness, but you can create systems to be and remain thoughtful. This is where the CRM is extremely, extremely valuable. Okay. A good CRM should provide the following for you. Okay. The ability to store all important information and data on a particular client, including email and texting communication. Okay. Number two, it should provide you with important information on a client with a simple search. Simple search should get you to your client quickly and give you all the information you need on that client. It should be able to sort your clients by segments and tags. We're going to get into that in great detail next week. How do you segment and sort and tag your clients? Number four, it should have an algorithm built in or built by that allow or built by you that predicts a time for follow-up. Okay. Should have an algorithm built in, or it should allow you to build an algorithm that predicts a time for follow-up. Number five, it should give you the ability to build out templates for frequently used communication and responses. Those are just the five top, in my opinion. Uh, many of the top uh, CRMs do a lot more than that. But for me, those are the five basics. Okay, so now you're probably wondering, how many people should I have in my CRM? Okay, here's what Ninja Selling states. Okay, you should have 200 plus people on Autoflow that receive something from you three times per month. Like, do not worry too much about this this morning, team. We're going to get into segmentation next week. I'm going to go into great detail on my email tomorrow. There's a there's a video. There'll be an embedded video here where you can um, listen to exactly what I'm going to talk about here in the next few minutes. Um, in terms of what Ninja says, 200, 200 plus people on Autoflow that receive something from you three times per month. The real number of clients in your CRM should be based on 
Dunbar's number. Dunbar's number is 150. Okay. Dunbar's number is a suggested cognitive limit to the number of people with whom one can maintain stable social relationships. These are relationships in which an individual knows who each person is and how each person relates to every other person. You might hear me say, for them to be in your database, to be in your CRM in, the top, in your top level, you should be able to go into a grocery store, run into them and have a conversation. Number one, recognize them and then be able to have a fun conversation with them. That is what we're talking about here. They go on to say that that number should be smaller if you want to increase the percentage of referrals coming from clients. Again, we can use the word referral amongst us, but when we're out talking to clients, we need to use that word introduction. Okay. That number needs to be smaller if you want to increase the percentage of introductions from your clients. The number of focused flow depends on your business and your ability to maintain high level quality relationships with your client with your clients. Okay. Now, enter the phrase you've heard me discuss for over a decade, and that is top 100. Now, let me explain how I got to that. Early in my journey that started in 2008, I too subscribed to the top 150, which is the Dunbar number. When I got into leadership 10 years ago last month, I promised my ownership that I would wind down my business. So I cut that 137. I hadn't quite made it to 150, by the way. I promised them that I would wind my business down. So I cut that 137 that I had in my database at this time. Um, and I cut that in half, focusing on 68 people. That was my top 50%. Now, what I did is I went all in on that 68 people. Um, and what I found is that it actually had the opposite effect that I thought it would. Um, my business actually grew, which was so interesting. Um, cutting my top 150 in half, like I said, had the opposite effect that I thought it would. Because of this realization, I dropped my number from top 150 to top 100 in 2013. Okay. That's how I realized that. That's before I heard anything about the ninja, you know, suggestion that if you want to have a higher level of introductions from clients, you need to drop that number further. And I found that I, it was proven. It was proven. Honestly, I think for most brokers and advisors, that number is still too high. Uh, I think you could run a really nice business on 50 to 75 engaged clients that receive high a high level of quality, focus, and attention from you, okay? For now, let's just stick with that top 100, knowing that within that term, top 100, there is flex, okay? Last week on episode 195, Take Flight, Numbers Don't Lie, I talked about the 20% return on your database. I stated that if you maintain a high high quality relationships with your top 100, you can expect a 20% return each year. That basically means you should get 20 introductions from your clients for 
100 people or your top 100. So that's that 20%. Or if you have 50, you should be getting 10 introductions from your clients. Has nothing to do with them coming back and using you again. That's just introductions to new clientele that you had never met before. That number, just so you know, has been proven over and over again. Now, that percentage goes up and down based on the strength, okay? Based on the strength of your engagement of, the, of that database or that CRM. Strength basically means your level of connection. So if you're really good at staying connected with your clients and you have a solution for that, that 20% should actually increase, should increase because you are building an incredibly strong database of past clients. If you're not good at it, that percentage will go down or if you're not consistent. So here's the question we're asking ourselves today. Should you have a CRM? Yes, you should have a CRM. It's the only part of your business that has value. It's the only part of your business that has value, meaning your CRM is the only thing you could actually transfer or sell to another party, to another group of people or another agent. It's the only thing of value in your business. Okay. On the next episode of Take Flight Version 4.0, um, you know we're going to talk about how to segment your CRM for, for proper follow-up. Okay. Not every client is equal or should be treated equal in terms of their impact on your business, and we're going to talk about that next week. Okay. In episode. 197. Team, as you can tell, I'm, I'm teaching. We are in teaching moments here, and, and that is by design. If you're not getting my email um, every Tuesday morning, go onto my Instagram, ask Jim Miller, go onto the profile link, and under Linktree on the second level down, there's a place that you can sign up for those emails. Okay? It's going to have the full transcript. It's going to have links. It's going to have videos and stuff on how to do this stuff and will be a wonderful way for you to refer back to the content. Okay. So thank you so much for jumping on today. I appreciate it so much. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.